In today's episode, Dave interviews Jennifer Winters. Jennifer has been on Squad 85, was a regular on Big News, and a member of Second City's Norwegian Cruise Line cast. Jennifer is a sought-after Bikram yoga instructor, a massage therapist, and is credited by Dave Rosowski as being the person who is most responsible for his journey of mindfulness and awareness. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. What did you notice about these things? Just how funny everybody is, how right. wonderful people are. People are great. People are great. And they're very inspiring. Right. And it's nice to know that we're all out there in the world. You know, right? It helps to remember that. I think that that's a major part of why I do this thing. Yeah, to connect with people and to remind yourself that we're all out here. To remind, I think it's also that everybody, and you've always said this, that we're all on the same journey. Who said it the other day? Somebody said, we're just here to walk each other home. <gasps> Ooh, that makes me want to cry. Isn't that beautiful? I'm a crier. Yeah, that is beautiful. We're just here to walk each other home. And you and I have had so much gone on between the two of us. Right. You know? Shit storms, I like to call them. A fucking shit storm. Couple. A couple shit storms. We're still walking together. Though. <laughs> We're still walking each other home. Uh, but one of the things I was excited about having you, isn't it weird that we're doing this? It's crazy. <laughs> um, one of the, the things that I wanted, one of the reasons I want to have you on this show is just to talk about. I've mentioned this before, and I mentioned it in podcasts too, that y- you are so responsible for my spiritual journey. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, and and how you kind of you meet the people that you need to meet when you need to meet the people that you need to meet. Exactly. You always do. Yeah. Like you I always mean, do you, even when you don't think you are. And it feels like so desolate and everything feels awful and really like the perfect things arise at exactly the perfect time. Exactly. Every time. Right. But we still go dark, you know, sometimes waiting for that or not having faith that that's going to show up. Yeah. And do uh, you hear the guys? I mean, we hear the guys. All right, we yeah. hear the guys. We hear the guys out there. <laughs> like, right. We got some yeah. buddies today. Yeah. It's, uh, he looks like a hobbit. That guy out there looks like a hobbit. Like a tired hobbit. Yeah. <laughs> like a, to- a hobbit with like a lot of extra weight and gravity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I'm going to put this on pause. Okay, pause. Right. Is that right? Is that going now? Yeah. So this is what happened. We just took a break. Okay. Because they were really loud. Uh-huh. And... I was up, I told you I was up until like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I could not sleep. Yeah. At 1.30 in the morning, I hear a car come by, and I heard a drill sound, like, you know, like they have it yeah. at, yeah. at garages. Yeah. At car garages. Yeah. At car repair garages. Just tired or something. Right. Right. So, <laughs> so um, that's at 1.30, and then I was like, something nefarious is going on. Mm-hmm. That'll probably be the first day, I, first time I say that today. Yeah. Something nefarious is going on. I go downstairs. By the time I get outside, the car's gone. And then I heard down the street. Oh no! And then remember, I saying that it sounds like they have no fucking muffler on that car. Yeah. Somebody came by and stole. There's four Honda Elements. Stole four Honda Elements on this street. What? Stole their fucking mufflers. Why? That, and so, <laughs> and so the reason that, and, and you're talking about everything. There's a reason for everything. Yeah. The reason, and I went downstairs yeah. and I told them because they were just on the phone with the cops. Uh-huh. They've been here. Though, that couple has been here for an hour and a half. Uh-huh. So they were on the phone with the cops. As I'm saying, I heard. I walked down just at that moment. They're on the phone with the cops. I gave them my phone number, and the cops will probably call. 
that's as when you were down there i was thinking oh look at that's that's happening you're changing their day and they're changing your day and mm -hmm. all those even those tiny little things make a difference jen if i was like oh i'm gonna go to bed early i wouldn't have heard that good thing you don't go to bed early. i never ever <laughs> go to bed early what's the earliest you've gone to bed in the last year um i had well when i wasn't jet lagged uh i've gone to bed at um 12 o'clock the earliest is the earliest yeah. if i go to bed at one o'clock it's like something's wrong or not something's wrong but just i don't know i don't, don't want to miss anything I, that's the whole <laughs> fucking thing and also it's so great to be in your space by yourself when it's nighttime and you don't have to be doing anything right and there's nobody there's no and there's no or, 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 or i love you stella people doing a uh, streetcar there are downstairs they are always you got it, it's always streetcar i'm like yeah. move on there's yeah another place. well you live in holly you live closer to hollywood for me, it's mostly movies, which is like tone down your noise that the people. They have sound stages. Smaller, 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 smaller. So isn't that weird? And so, and it would just happen as we were saying that I think this is what we're talking about: getting what it is that you need when it is that you need it, and that just fucking happened. Yeah. I don't think people realize it because they're going to hear it. And there's, I want, I want to see. Well, there's a lot of tiny little things that we take for granted or don't taken as help or right. even little every little tiny thing that you see is a is something that you're manifesting and that's helping your day or changing your day or like looking for the little miracles or whatever i mean people get weird about it but it's true i got weird about it when you first told me about it <laughs> well because i tortured you with the secret <laughs> you did you I did it's like do you should I stop it? I'm going to stop it. Let's talk about this. Uh, well, like, the what? Secret was this just such a weird fucking movie. It's a weird movie. And but it's a really weird movie. But some people needed it to be in that version to understand yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because they didn't have a guide like a Jan Winters as a guide, <laughs> you know? And and so a lot of... Because I think a lot of that it has to do with you meeting... Well, I have... I So I was talking to Jan Kane's husband. Uh-huh. Sean. Thank you. And Sean is a, a music producer, mm -hmm. right? And a musician, an excellent yeah. musician and music producer. And he said, we were talking, he said, you know what a book that really changed my life was? And I was thinking, Buddhism Plain and Simple by Steve Hagen. He said, Buddhism Plain and Simple by Steve Hagen. We weren't talking about that at all. But someone turned him onto that book. I have turned so many people onto that book. And I have students come up to me, I've mentioned in the podcast, I've done like interviews and people, and then people come up and go, I'm reading that book now and it's changing my life. You get what it is you need when you need it. Yeah. And you connect with people that are, you know, either similar minded or are able to hear what you have to say at that time, whether it's about spirituality or improv or yoga or whatever. I think that there's also, they, they hear it when they hear it. I don't know that they get it at that time. They hear it at that time yeah. because you told me when you were living here, God, what a, isn't this a weird interview? You, <laughs> you told me when you were living here, and I got so mad at you when you said, why do you have all this stuff? You had a lot of stuff. I have a lot of a lot stuff. A old stuff. Old stuff. Old stuff. Why do you have all this stuff? You stuff. still have that weird little sculpture. Yeah. That, guy, that is terrifying. Yeah, I know, I know, it's I know. terrifying. I know, I know, I know. I know. You should put it above your door to scare evil spirits oh, away. I, uh, maybe I will. <laughs> on Halloween. So, I, and you said, get rid of all this old stuff. And I remember thinking, who are you to tell me? I'm 50 years old and you're much younger than I am. When you're younger, when you don't understand it, we accumulate stuff. And you went, all right, you know, it's just, it's holding you down. This baggage that you have is holding you down. 
And I went, fuck you. And then something happened. <laughs> Maybe that was one of our terrible times, our shit storms. And I went, I'm going to get rid of this and this and this. So I'm this and this and this. And I don't need that. I don't need that. You start feeling that. it. Oh, my God. To have shelf space <sighs> that isn't filled. I know. I just cleaned up my closet. And? It's amazing. I mean, it really does change the way you walk around in the world. Because I'm a very tidy person, I like things neat and organized in their place. But if I can't do it at the time, I'll just throw it in my closet, apparently. Because it looks like a hoarder <laughs> lived in there. It was a walk-in closet, and then it was like... It's yeah. such a metaphor. Yeah, exactly. And you have to make room for new things. Right, right. And there's also something about waking up in the morning. For me, I love the dishes put... The dishes are clean. I love... I wake up... Uh, the night before, I have a ritual. And what I do... I think you probably know, is I set up the coffee maker to mm -hmm. make coffee while I'm sleeping so I get up and it's ready. Mm -hmm. That, and I walk out and my apartment's clean. It smells like coffee. And it smells like coffee. And I start the day open. Yeah. Totally open and available. Because there isn't that clutter where it's like, I have to make my way through. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, it just made me think I was doing these Oprah Deepak meditations. Uh-huh. And I've done them a couple times because they're they're really great and they're free and it's good to be in the habit. And I they're I free to, like they don't cost anything. Yeah, uh -huh. and I like to be guided. But the, for the first time, he, Deepak kept saying, "Open your heart just a little bit more, let uh -huh. more in, let more in." And he never said that before, but he said it in every single one. I was like, I love that. And every time I feel a little pinched off or like, Ugh, I just try to that what you did that breathing open my heart and right? let a little more in you breathed and then you put your arms out <laughs> yeah cuz that's you breathe and you put yeah. your arms out and <laughs> and no and also watching you do that makes me want to do that i know every time i see somebody stretch i have to stretch yeah no matter what <laughs> it can be awkward and we I, I, and and it's so i think also what's really cool is i was just reading a, an article about uh -oh. Political. It's political. <laughs> okay. So this sh this woman who is the wife of a Republican, a major Republican person in Alabama, of course, Oof. is saying, "Look, we you have to vote for the Republican sheriff in this county because if you don't, when Ob Obama is just he's he's I know that he says he can only have two." Um, two terms, but what he's going to do is he's tearing the Constitution to threads and he's going to make it so he has a four, third and fourth term, and if you don't stop him now, and I'm going, I'm thinking, oh my God, the, and it's in a rural community. So it's this rural community, rural, rural juror, rural it's in this juror. rural community, and that rural community is all insulated with people who are just fucking like stupid me. motherfuckers, yeah, yeah, yeah. but what we have, who aren't open. So what we have, I think, is meeting, being able to go, that's a kindred spirit. That's a kindred spirit. Yeah. Someone that I can, I can ride on their spirit until I get my own spirit. You know what I mean? <laughs> until I understand what that's like. Interesting. What, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it goes the other way, too, where you're like, I see your spirit, and I know that I like you, but even though there's like a bunch of junk on the outside that needs to be fixed. Right. But that I can't fix. Right, but I tend to try to. I try to date those people and not fix them. <laughs> and then I, but I, not look at anymore. me. In look the at past. me. But look in at me. Past. I'm none of those people. 
I'm one of those people. But, but that's really true. And to look at somebody and then I, but in the past, what you're saying, in the, in, past, the past. in the past. So it's that idea of, oh. I fall in love with the idea of some, like what they're, what I see inside of them. I'm like, oh, I like that. Let's get it out here and play with it. And then they're like, no, I, I'm, I've been this way for. You're not going to change me. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I'm older than Pretty, you, yeah. and you don't understand. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Okay, you're right, you're right, right, right. I'm out. Right. But what ends up happening, <laughs> okay. and I think this is what happened to you, because you look different. You look different to me. Um, like, we got a lot of pictures together, and you look different to me. And I think that what you look like now is you look... Older. You're, well, <laughs> older, and you're much fatter. Um, older, <laughs> I can say that, you're not. So, older, but yes, yeah, certainly, but it's also... You're lighter. There's a lightness that you have now. And I think that lightness is because you're not taking on all those other people. And what you're doing is you're, you're I'm going to listen to this word, you're enlightening yourself. Yeah. Well, yes. I, that's why I couldn't sleep last night. I was like so excited. Not at, about anything specific, just... I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 right. my closet's clean. Right. My metaphorical closet's clean too. Everything's right. happening. Right. They just got really like excited, but yeah. But and that, do you think that that's always there? Yes, always, <coughs> always. Mm -hmm. It's just, I mean, because I I can definitely go dark, and when I do, I'm just like I. I know that I've felt better than this before, and I know that, you know what I mean? I know that I, I can. What's right. happening? What and is this dark cloak I have over me? You know, and then, and then it, something will change or some catalyst. I feel like, you know, it's, we're only human, and it, sometimes we do need a little outside perk, even if it's like seeing two butterflies playing in the sunlight or whatever it is that inspires you to feel, to stop feeling shitty. Do you, know? you, do you remember... When we were leaving, because when I was stay, when I was living with uh, with the, Mia Vardellis and Ian Gomez in the guest house that you you coined it as the cabana back there, because there, it was right by the pool. Do you remember us leaving the apartment or that little guest house and butterflies came by? Do you remember like Probably. we were talking about, and we were walking outside and then two butterflies were just following us down the driveway? Oh yeah, I think I do. That happened in Japan too. Right. Or in Japan. Um, and also... But I think people walk by and they don't see the butterflies. You know, they just... But I think they were just talking about butterflies. We had just been talking oh, about we, something oh, like it that. Was magi it, was it was magical. Moment. It was one of those magical moments. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you said, I want to go back to this also. You said when there's a dark cloak over you. And you also said, prior to that, you said... Um, I know I, I know I felt better. I know I felt better. And then there, and I was like, but I have this dark cloak over me. And I'm thinking, oh, so you figured it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, your dark you put that dark cloak over you. Like, why is it so dark in here? Yeah. It wasn't dark before I put this cloak over me. Yeah. God, how do I get out of this darkness? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what do I do here? Mm, in order what to make should that? I do? Mm -hmm. well, As I pull my cloak tighter around exactly. my face. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll figure it out. <laughs> and, and in that way, it's very interesting because in that way, it's just a subtraction problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like like darkness minus cloak equals light. Well, yeah, the light's always there. Right. The light is always there. The light is always there. The light is always there. Yes. And I think that people have I think that people have to remember that the light is always people there. People have to remember that. People have to remember. <laughs> but they do. I think because what ends up happening that. what ends up happening is they take fact they take truth for fact. They take their truth for fact. Right. They take the the present circumstances as like they're forever 
shit town that they live in. Right. Like, nothing's going to change, and it's they're doomed. And I mean, it, it does. Things get hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. And especially, I mean, maybe not especially, but for creative types, you know, we're all so sensitive and need, needing validation. I mean, you know, not not all everything all the time, but it's just it can be hard to be right. that way. No, but, I agree. I agree. And and what else? It, I it agree. It can be empowering to be that way too. I was thinking about this word the, yesterday. I was thinking about the word factory. Mm-hmm. And I think that there should be a word called truthery, a place where you, wor- you work at the truthery. Uh-huh. And during the day, you go to the factory. It's a fact. I have to make money. And then you go home to the truthery. Oh, I love that. I want to illustrate that book. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and I'm sure that there's also people that want to go to the fictionary. Um, yeah. But for well, me, I was thinking the truthery. Everything that you're saying, and the idea again that it's a, that it's a math problem, where what I love about therapy is this: you go and this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, and someone goes, "Okay, what's happening?" There's A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, let's stop. Let's look at A. Yeah. Let's just look at A. Yeah. That's all we're gonna look at. And then B, C, D, floodlights go up on A, so there's light there. And then what ends yeah. up happening is that light spills over into the other things that you're looking at, that you have a problem with, or that you're challenged by. And those things tend to get illuminated because you're really giving that one thing that needs the most attention, attention, Mm -hmm. illumination. Mm -hmm. And you become illuminated. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yeah. It's helpful. It's also helpful to have somebody who's objective as a, to, to you know, to show it to you in a less emotional way. Right. It's kind of like, because I just started teaching yoga again, which I'm really excited about, but it's like, I see people in their minds, they're like freaking out and it's very dramatic to have to, to, you know, lock out your knee and, and kick out through your heel. They're, they're just like, in their mind, they're like, oh, my, oh, my body. And then when I'm just like, just relax, let that go, almost act like you're apathetic to it, you know, just be cool, be, be cool. Right. I don't know why. Be cool and be grim. Just be cool. But But it's it's like to just not be so dramatic about it all. Well, what you do, I think what you're doing, just the way that you just described it, is you're asking people to to really take a look at their foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And when people are looking at their foundation, because you're they're literally you're literally asking them to step to do something different with their foundation. Right. So everything else that balances based upon that particular insight is now changed. That's really good. High five. You can use it in your teachings if you want. <laughs> it's true, though. It is. And it feels like everything's falling apart, but everything's actually getting stronger and coming together. Right. Right. And it's what happens when, for me, I feel like when we're, because you've come to the drop-in so often, you've just been, it's great how often you come there. And when you come to the drop-in, uh, my, my drop-in class, I'm asking people who, who've never come to see me before to go, surrender that foundation. Uh, so we had a student the other day who's been in many, many classes, and uh, my classes, and she's always having, she's really, she experiences a really, really hard time. And yesterday, or Wednesday, she had a tremendously hard time. A mm. tremendously hard time. I mean, she usually questions everything anyway. She questions everything anyway. And um, she had a really, really hard time. And, um, and she was in a three-person scene, and two of the three people were 
it was a three-person scene, and two of the three people were, were really connected to her. Uh-huh. That was her alignment. And I was watching the scene, and it kept going on and on and on and on and on and on and on. I'm like, why isn't this changing? And I stopped, and I went, um, Susan, not a real name, Susan, what's happening? She goes, I'm, not, I'm just not getting this. I'm just not getting it. It's like, that's okay. It's okay not to get it because, you know, I'm asking you to change the foundation. What is it you normally look at? And, goes, I'm, and then I just, got, I just got some bad news right before I came to class. It's like, okay. Great. Mm-hmm. That explains everything. Because mm-hmm. you've brought that in to this present situation, and it doesn't belong here. Yeah. It's... You've brought in that, I'm trying to change your foundation, and you're bringing in more bricks from your old foundation. Leave it the fuck alone for now. For now. Just set it down for a minute. Right. You're not it's asking people... It's not going to go away. Right. You're not asking people to drive, uh, to drive in... In um, what, what's this stick? What's the uh, the automatic? Uh, oh, oh, standing balancing stand, stick. Balancing, balancing stick. stick. <laughs> you're not asking people to do that outside of. You're not saying drive balancing stick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just saying let's be with here right now. This present right, moment. Right. Which is such a great gift to have taken yourself to a class to give yourself that time. So might as well drop off all the bullshit and just be there with yourself for yourself. At that moment. That moment. At so that liberating. Moment. Right. And the moment is so interesting because the moment is always there. It's always there. It's like that, they talk about that silence, like even if you're in the middle of Times Square and you just stop and kind of close your eyes and you can hear there's still silence past all of that. There's still that stillness. I, I was talking about, well, you know, when you, when you do a movie or you do a, a commercial and the sound guy always wants to go, okay, we're going to do room tone. Uh-huh. And room tone yeah. essentially... So they take a mic and they go, every quiet, and it's just the, the sound of the room. Like right now, that's room tone. And what we have to do is remind ourselves that we are living on room tone. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> the idea that there, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you, there's always room tone. Never forget. Never forget. Hold on when, to the room tone. Exactly. <laughs> when you are when you are in the darkest of times, when you are underneath that blanket of cloak and you go, What is Listen happening? Listen to the silence of your lonely, lonely world. You feel better. Exactly. Wait a Pay minute. Attention. Wait a minute. Back to the drawing board. <laughs> oh, that didn't work. Pay attention to the room tone. Room tone. Um, but it's really, really and and it's that the, again, that meditation thing where you go, okay, just breathe, just breathe, and it's you stretching out your arms and yeah. and opening your heart up a little more. Yeah, what just happened? My rubber band just broke. Oh fuck! Oh, are you going to go into your dark cloak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> help me now! Help me! Well, another thing about Susan, not a real name, is um, you know, whenever you have a problem or there's you're struggling with something, I find that lately I'm really realizing that it's not the thing that I think that I'm mad about that's really the upsetting thing. Oh, no. No. Almost ever. Oh, my God. <laughs> this relationship that I just had with oh. Beatrice, <laughs> not a real name. Beatrice. You know, like going, oh, oh, what's happening right now? What she's angry about is not what I did. It's what she brought into yeah. that. And it's interesting to watch people hold on to their pain so, so, so... You know, that's such a thing that you point out in a really wonderful way. The idea of like you're holding on to this. The idea of why are you holding on to this? 
you know that you can let that go. Just I'm let it pro. go. You've been, <laughs> I'm you've, you've been there. Like when I'm, <laughs> when I'm watching people improvise, I'm going, I know what you're doing right now. Stop it. I've done it. Stop it. Yeah. yeah. But it's that thing of what is it? So letting it go. Is that what you're saying? Uh, what you just well, said? letting it go, but just knowing that it's not. Oh, well, there's the letting it go from Beatrice, but the, also that whatever you're mad about is not exactly. It's not the present issue often. It's usually something much deeper. Right. Like I worked with this guy last night that was like, you're stepping all over my toes. And he really freaked out at me and it really irritated me because he was just not communicating. But I was like, why is it making me so mad? And it was because he wasn't taking the time to communicate anything. And then he just exploded. And I was like, it's just not, is it's it just a, not helping anything. It's not but helping isn't you it also me. interesting when you look at somebody and they have that episode and you go, oh, <laughs> this has nothing to do with it. Oh, me. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> right. But that's true of any interaction you have with anybody. Yeah. Or, or phrases people use over and over again, too, like stepping on my toes. It's like, or you know what I mean? Or like. That's a phrase I would never use. I would never use that phrase. So it was metaphoric, you were saying. It was, I'm just saying, I think that. I mean, he, was, he said it in a metaphoric way. It wasn't like. Yeah, he you said it in a metaphoric way. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was like, at your we calypso not, dance. Yeah. Your calypso class. <laughs> some calypso. Right. It's like, damn, you're on my toes, woman. No. <laughs> Yeah. Ow, ow. Yeah. So what you're saying? But it's like when people use phrases that they sort of tend to be experiencing, like uh, you know, like I'm breaking my back over this. It's like, hey, watch out, watch out for saying that, because it's like you're taking on. I mean, I just picture, you know, like those. What are what's that painting with all the women that have the big barrels of brush on their. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's a, it's a mural. It's a Gabriel, mural. Uh, uh, it's um. The gleaners? Yeah, yeah. What? The gleaners? No. I went to I went to high school with the gleaners. Um, no, it was. Um, isn't it? Isn't it Frida Kahlo's? Uh, well, husband? there's a but. I'm okay. sure there's a difference. But she's ones. got like all the things. That, yeah. Okay. And it's like right, she's breaking right. her back. Right. You're breaking my back. You're breaking. Yeah. 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 And but I don't think that people again. It's the mindfulness of that phrase that you're using. It's the mindfulness of the phrase. Right. It's the mind mindfulness of everything. Yeah. Again, I'm going to go back to what happened last night. Last night. Sitting here at 1.30 in the morning reading and then just reading. I had music on and I heard that car go by and stop. And I'm thinking because I'm mindful of one of the things about being an improviser, an artist or a human if you wanted, is you get to be mindful of every single thing that disrupts the room tone. Right. Right. We're trained. What, what made you not spy harder on the car? I was, heard it. I was, heard it. These guys, to... these. I heard it, uh -huh. and these guys are so good. These thieves are so good uh -huh. that by the time I went downstairs, because I don't wear shoes in the house, uh -huh. by the time I went downstairs and got shoes oh. and went outside, they were down the block. Oh, okay. They had already driven down the block, and I heard that sound down the block. Sneaky. A muffler, an element muffler. Right. Who knew? Who knew? Well, they must be really, really expensive or hard to get to because they're and people because for a while there people were taking airbags out of cars. Really? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> think about it. Um, and also, think. I don't. You don't have to think about it. Um, this is another weird thing. Tide detergent. People have been stealing for drugs, Tide. right? I don't know what it is. It could have been no, because I'm watching Breaking Bad. You're like, wait a minute. Did they use detergent? No, just cough medicine. No, right. I think it is some. Yeah, I've heard of that though. Yeah. 
Somebody's stealing that. Someone's stealing that. But you're, you're on your, you're, uh, anybody who works at a store is going to be on, on their lookout for someone stealing Tide. They work at that place, and someone that disrupts their visual room tone, we're really going off on this one, going, that guy, <laughs> that lady, what is she doing? Oh, I bet she's going to, she's going to. She looks she, like a Tide taker. I think that she, what she's going to do is lower the Tide. <laughs> uh, the Tide removes all boats. So it's that. <laughs> Like being mindful of every single thing that's going on and not being attached to it. So again, listening to those people talk before I, outside, mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the Hobbit guy, mm -hmm. before I'm like, what are they doing there? My God, what are they doing there? And now that I know their situation, it's not a problem. Is it you that said that? Like, I'm sure if I knew half the people that drove me crazy on the road, I wouldn't have so much road rage. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're like, oh, hey, oh, that's Paul. Oh, Paul, your signal's on <laughs> I'm going to text you. I'll text you. The next stoplight, I'm going to text you. Well, the, you know. the story was that when I was when I lived in Silver Lake and I would drive down Beverly Boulevard, there was a guy in front of me who was driving like a fucking douchebag all over the place. And so I turned down La Jolla, and he turned on the street before me. I turned down La Jolla, and like for a space, and I turn around, and there's this asshole, the guy, turned without a signal and parked. And who gets out of the car? One of my favorite students. And you go, oh, you. You're a terrible driver. <laughs> and then you beat him up. Right. You're no longer my favorite. Right. I'm not going to tell you why. I want you to think about it. Um, which reminds me of when, I, and you know you did this, is another one of those magical moments where I got it when I was at Second City, and I was feeling like, do you, you were on, you were on, the, you were on the, the cruise ship with Second City. The cruise ship. The cruise ship. You are on the cruise ship at Second City, and you just happened to call me when I was in the office right after I got off the phone with Chicago, who was really, I think at that moment, they were, they were trying to make me quit. Yeah. They're, they're, I, I think they were, they were firing me in the Second City way. And... Um, <laughs> It's really the first time I've said this, I think. Um, and, uh, and I hung up the phone, and I said, Jen, you called. And I'm like, you never called while I was at work. It just happened to be something you called me at work. And you hung, I, hung, I hung up with them. I talked on the phone. I said, you said hello. And I said, well, I think I'm, I think I'm being fired. And you said, okay, this is what you have to do right now. Write down everything you want. Everything you want. Write it down. Get off the phone with me. Write it down. What you need to do from this point, what you things that you want to do with your life, and I went okay. It's like get off the phone right now, and I hung up and I made a list of fifteen things. All of them have happened. That's amazing. That's great advice. Right. Take it. <laughs> right. But, and it's but it's at that moment that you go okay. I will manifest the world that I want to live in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you you know, there's so many experiences that we've both had of manifesting things like you needed a, like a collage book and then something else so specific and it was well, like the coffee table remember when you lived here i didn't have a coffee table yeah and you said let's go out and get a coffee table i said let's i said let's go out and get a coffee table you're like great i'll go i'll go and get a coffee table yeah. with you and then because we had a box right here and then um it was just a box that i kept shit on and you went <laughs> i went okay and i said you know what no i'm gonna get a coffee table Somehow the universe is going to give me a coffee table. Yeah. That weekend, someone dumped that big square coffee table across the street. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was a huge, it was like, that coffee table. Yeah. It, what? Yeah, it's easy to do when it's things like coffee tables, you know, and like little things. Because you're like, oh, I, I, I deserve a coffee table. Of course a coffee table is going to show up. 
You're like, I want a trip to Paris. Hmm. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> no, but it's happened. Right. You're doing it. You're doing it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. What stops people from doing it? We're all doing it. Yeah, but what stops people from recognizing that they're doing it? The idea that, oh, it's not that exciting to them. I think it's also that word manifest goes, oh, you're getting all zhuzhi with me. Yeah, it's a weird word. It's a loaded word. It's a a loaded word. What? Like the secret. The secret, right? Right. Oh, my God, don't talk about manifesting. No. (laughs) Right. And I think, I I would imagine that we lost, if people are still with us right now, Uh they're into it. But the (laughs) the first time I said manifest or any of the zhuzhi things, yeah, right, they're like, oh, no, really, again? I downloaded this. Took up space in my eye. Exactly. Um, exactly. Oh, give me that sports. Oh, there's another wrestling podcast <laughs> on. Um, but but I think that people go, oh, that can't happen to me. And yet the idea is, whatever you're doing right now, whatever you're doing right now, you've manifested it. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And you're like you're like, oh, I did that. Oh, I did that. Also, I I was talking to a friend who is kind of my somebody that as a mentor to me, and she was like. Quit having expectations. Just be expectant. Right. Like you let go of like, I need to book a national commercial campaign, you know? And then you're like, I just expect that beautiful work is coming my way that's going to fulfill me in a way that I is beyond what I can imagine. And that happens. It does happen. But it's like that certain balance of wanting it and letting it go at the same time. I think people can... I think people... um I don't, want, I don't want to say confused. I think they they misinterpret that manifesting as just sit at home and right. think about it. Right. It's like, no, that's not how it works. No. How it works is you go, I, I am going to go to Paris. And then you start doing things like, where would I go in Paris? Yeah. And, what you're in, and then you're inspired to take action. You're like, I'm going to call so-and-so who moved there 20 years ago or right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, right. You're uh, still doing things. You're not just... No, but I think that a lot of people go, oh, I'm going to zhuzh out and just like go, uh, go to yeah. a mountaintop and let all that happen. Well, and they have to work hard to get things. And, oh, but, that But thing. that's also a totally, like, an emotional escape, too, to be working hard oh, to get what, things. When I'm not feeling anything. I, yeah. Exhausted. Yeah. Yeah, that idea of you got to work hard. I'm like, fuck working hard. And I don't mean Only I don't Only if it's work. something that you love. But the thing is then it's not hard work. Right. Then it's the passion that you're exactly. in in that moment. And you don't look at it as work. I get up in the morning. I, I, I go to look at my um, – um, to, to email to see if that fishing expedition I did to get work got any fish to come around my, my worm. What? Ew. So, uh, and, and then, and then I'll go, okay, this happened. I got that email. I didn't get that email. That doesn't mean no. That just means I got to push a little more in this direction. I, ex- I get excited about yeah. that. And then, oh, what's going on? Okay. That's close to being sold out that workshop. So what do I have to do? I'm going to put another, I'm going to put another, um, I'm going to put another graphic out and I could, to create a graphic and then just to get some buzz going on. Yeah. And so if you want it, you just got to take that first step and not have the expectation. Right. Just expectancy. Right. You've never, ever, ever talked about doing that in a way that sounded like it was a hassle to you or a drain or something you had to do. You're always like, ooh, I'm doing this, and then I'm doing this. And it's like I, you can feel the fire right. that you feel Yeah. When you talk about it. Yeah. It's it's also, it's also interesting, and I've said this to you before. This is such a great talk. It's uh, I don't, don't I don't care if anybody else cares about it. Um, <laughs> um, you talk about that dark cloak, um, but I Jen, I have never seen you 
step outside and make that dark cloak visible to the public. And what I mean by that, it's like when I see you, it's not like, oh, Jen is really upset again. Oh, look at her. She's so sad. <laughs> She's so sad. Something happened. Because every time I see you, there's a smile, there's laughter, there's buoyancy, there's an effervescence that you have. You're demonstrative. You're looking at things. You're laughing. And that's not to say that you're hiding anything. It's just that they say that you manage it. Well, I'd rather be happy. So if, there, if I'm outside in the world around people that I like, it's easy to make that choice. And I, th I think some people are more comfortable the other way. Interesting. Sometimes. Uh, the choice, the word choice. Yeah. That's a really interesting thing because I know that people say, I have no choice. But that's another phrase. Like, oh, oh, oh watch it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was just looking at our, uh, at the, not the time, but how, how soundy we are. Oh. But that is it. To know that you, whatever it is that you decide to do, you decide. Whatever it is that you're doing, you've decided to do it. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're doing, you've decided to do it. I decided to sit in this chair. Well, that's an easy thing to see. I decided to sit in this chair. Uh -huh. But I've also decided to be happy. Right. But I've also decided to take that moment to go, Jesus Christ, where's that check? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you decide to go travel for a living, and right. that's what happens. Right. And there's also things within that travel for a living that one would say, okay, you're sacrificing things. Right. Well, does it feel like a sacrifice? It doesn't feel like... When, and that's the thing, that when I went out going, oh, okay, I can have a social life, or I can travel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, what happened to Dave? He used to be around. I guess he's, you know, he's traveling a lot. Um, I could have a girlfriend or I could travel. You know, I could have a relationship. I could yeah. have a family or I could travel. And what always at this, it's just right now. And it's just right now. And it's that feeling of this too will pass. Yeah. Nothing, a, everything's temporary. Right. And I love what you say about money, your concept of money, that you don't have it, that you don't own it. That you don't, that it, it... It's, you're circulating. Yeah. You're not spending it. You're just continuing the flow. And it really is, it's, it's so true. Even when I'm the most strapped or whatever phrase you want to use, and I still act like I have it, and still don't get freaked out, like splitting a bill down to the penny or something, it still comes. The money still comes. And as soon as I start to, you know, pinch pennies and blah, it it's like... Totally, not, nothing's happening. There was a movie and a book that talked about <laughs> a saying, um, instead of a saying, uh, I just need enough money to pay rent this month. Uh, you know, that was one of the major things about The Secret. The Secret. Like the idea. The Secret. Is, uh, the Secret. The secret. Um, uh, the idea of saying, and I think that I think that maybe Reverend Beckwith said it. He said, "Don't you know why are you living in a world where you go? I just need enough money to pay rent. No, why do you live like that? Yeah, saying it's so small, right? Mm -hmm. It's so small, yeah. and it's living like oh, I got to be careful what I'm doing. It's such a. I don't know if it's something that we're you know it's we're raised or you know like um nurture versus nature or whatever but it's i even know a, a friend that i went to high school with who's a pretty well-known artist i mean he makes picasso you could say his name <laughs> picasso mm -hmm. no it's jacob hashimoto actually he's oh, yeah, amazing yeah. but we talk i see him at christmas when we, we all come home and he was like jen i've been living like a poor person it's like i have he probably has millions of dollars. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm just guessing, but he's like, I live. I still eat soup out of you know, like out of a can. I just I live really small, 
And he was like, he since then has stopped, but it was like he sort of had to stop and realize that he was doing that. And then everything kind of, you know, got bigger. Right. Everything, it didn't get bigger. It already was. It already was Which bigger. Which is the point. <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. Why are you living in just the corner of your mansion? In the corner of your mansion? <laughs> Why are you just living in the corner of your mansion? And I think that that's such an interesting Did thing. Did I tell you about that dream that I had? No. I had a dream that I was living in a mansion, but I stayed in the maid's quarters. And then Andrea was there with Russ, actually. <laughs> There was trunk. Oh, Russ, trunk class. And they were like, woo, and running around the house. And I was like, oh my, oh my, you can't do that. Right. You can't run around the mansion. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was like, because when you think about those two people, Russ Guberman and mm-hmm. Andrea Kanzler, when you think about those two people, they just, they're just like, wow. But Russ, less so. Russ yeah. does it in a very mental way. Yeah. And Andrea's like, hello, everybody, what's happening? And like those people live, totally live in their mansion. Yeah. Yeah. They live in every corner of their mansion. Yeah. Yeah. I love dreams. They're so. I do too. I had a dream the other night that my sister, that my uncle Norm, who's dead a long time he had a pre-reading of his will so oh. he was alive uh-huh. and he was standing a there a pre-reading of his will and he's standing there and he was wearing the outfit that he wore in 1974 75 you know a, an izod shirt a nice pair of slacks and you know like he was about to go golfing and um and there was a pre-reading of his will and everyone was there like all my cousins were there my his, his three kids were there um and my sister was there and my dad was there and this woman was there who was Oh, and people are arguing about fiduciary responsibility, and this is not going to be a good thing. And, and and Mort was just standing there. Mort, Norm, Norm, Norm was standing there like a dead person. He just wasn't saying anything at all. And people are going, money, 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 money. And then Rachel got up and went, my sister Rachel got up and she went, um, hey, everybody, let's just chill out. And this woman said, this woman who I don't know, not family, said, would you shut up? And I grabbed this woman grabbed her, lifted her up, and kept screaming, that's my sister. That's my sister. And I brought her in another room, and I'm grabbing her, shaking her, going, that's my sister. Oh, my. And I woke up going, what the fuck? What the fuck? That's intense. It is intense. And then when you wake up in the morning, you go, ugh. Oh, I'm going to, you could say, "This this is going to really affect my day. Or you can say, that was a dream. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what you could say about anything else that's happening to you in that moment. Mm-hmm. Oh, my check didn't come. Yep. It just it's, there's nothing I can do it's about not it. A big deal. It's got it's got all the facts of a dream. Yeah, it does. And it's just like things are just not that serious. I don't think. I think we, we all take all of our shit too seriously, and it's just not. It's not that serious. I think we're here to have fun. I really, really do. I mean, there's a, a bunch of bullshit going on and. I don't want to get into that, but I mean, ultimately, I think we're supposed to be happy people. Like, right. We're here to be happy. You're talking politically, things are going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think it was really funny when I <laughs> emailed, when I texted you, I was watching, I texted you saying, um, they shot those people. Oh, oh my God. Ter- yeah, you were like, you said, you said 10 murders in an hour or 10 murders in 10 minutes or something right. like that five I, murders in 10 minutes or something like that. right right five, and you went i can't take it i just can't take it <laughs> no, i can't right take now, it not right now i'm in a really good mood i don't <laughs> want to hear about what's happening I can't take it. And then, and then went, jen 
I'm, I'm watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> Jen, I'm watching Breaking Bad. Like, oh, okay. Oh and you thought, oh, there are more hostages that they cut their heads off? That's like, what I thought. Right, exactly. Oh, exactly. So exactly. Funny. But it's all the, and, and I, um, I, oh, there is an energy that people carry around with them. There is an energy. And the energy, the more you carry around a particular energy, the more I think people don't want to be around you. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. I think yeah. that there's, an, there's, there's a native energy that people have, mm -hmm. a native energy being, this is just what it is that I am. I'm not bringing in, did you hear? Four cars were broken into on the street. Did you hear about that? Instead of just going, can you believe it? Mm -hmm. Some guy makes a living ripping off people's mufflers. He has to, I mean. Or she. Yeah, or she. I mean, don't you think there's two of them? Yeah. The driver and the... driver and the... Yeah. And it was like... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. they stole that machine, too? They did, out of the backseat of an element. Or the car... The car that they used to go, it's like, you know what you want to do? We need to... We're going to steal trunks off of Impalas. And then that's what they were doing. I don't know. Back, you know, it's whatever's in fashion. Could their parents stole trunks off Impalas? Yep. Yep. Yeah, they learned it. Yeah, yeah, I learned they're it from not really you, bad Dad. People. What's that? They're not really bad people. No, I thought you said they're not really black people. I'm like they're not really black uh, people. It's like what? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. To make our living that way, and the energy that people have walking in a room. Like you talk about Andrew oh, Kanzler. You, you you know? yeah, yeah, you. You walk into a room, and I've said this to you before. When you walk into a room, you walked into the party. No, you're not. You're not. You're so vain. But it, you walk <laughs> in a room, and I think that. I, you know this. I don't know if you know this. Maybe you forget it. Maybe you know it. You walk in a room and I, I feel like, oh, everything just got better. Oh, that's, you're so sweet to say that. That's nice. That's nice of you to say that. It's true. Thanks. Well, it's factual. It's not true. <laughs> what? Factual. But I'll take it. those... Uh, those I, people that light uh, up a room and you see them and I mean... But we're friends, so maybe it's you're a little biased. But I know you. There's even when people that you don't know walk in, and you're like, "Whoa!" Like I have a a client right now who I <clears throat> do I have, no no no. I'm oh, just yeah, seeing what okay. time it was. That's all. Who I met. I was working at a party, and it was like all sort of not my type of people, all West Side people. And this guy walked in. Not a. It's not an attractive th an attraction thing. He's married with whatever. But he walked in. And I was like. That's my guy. That's my kind of guy. Right. This is my buddy right. at this party. And I knew it. And then now, you know, he's a client and a friend. And it's like, you just can feel it right away if you're, if you're tuning into that stuff. If you're not like under your cloak. Right. Right. Um, right. And that, yeah. But it's all, that I is really it. true. It's so interesting that when you bring your cloak in, <laughs> you're stopping yourself from seeing what is actually there. It's like that idea of holding a coin up to your eye and you just see the coin. Right. And if you just take the coin down, you see, oh my gosh, my whole world is there. It also has to do with when in an improv scene where you go, okay, and it's what I call you know, putting your hand in front of your face and going, I love you. And then that hand in front of your face, you go, that hand is love. And the more I talk away from love, the smaller, and I pull my hand away from my face. So it's like, and I love you. And, and I have my hand in front of my face. Uh -huh. And as I keep talking, I'm pulling my hand away from my face. Uh -huh. So that love becomes less. Uh -huh. That concept of love becomes less. And then it disappears instead of me just going, love, period. And then we get to deal with that. Am I making sense? Yeah. I didn't think you were at first, but then I thought that you were afterwards. 
but you thought I was, or you feel what I'm saying? I feel it. It's that idea of that just yeah. happened. I feel that right now. It's more powerful that way. Right. Yeah. And it's also you're living in the thisness of it. Right. What is it that stirs your soul? What is it when your soul, your soul, your soul, when your soul <laughs> is stirred to recognize that it was stirred? Yeah. And not to go, yeah. okay, my soul stirring is this feeling. Or like, what is that? What is this that it's being stirred like this? Right. Last night, sitting at 145 at my desk, and the, my soul was stirred by the sound of yeah. that. It's like, wait a, a minute. Violation. You can feel when it's not right. I right. I mean, granted, that's a weird noise anyway, but you can still feel it. Right. right. Something's not right. Yeah. There's a lot of arguments in front of my apartment building. Oh, you live in just the center. Right. Right. And sometimes I just know that they're drunk people screaming at each other, and sometimes I call the non-emergency hotline. Yeah. It scares me, and I feel like somebody might be in trouble, you know? Right. Right. It's so interesting. It's rare, though. It's rare that I feel that. You live, because you live right off of a major Hollywood freeway off-ramp, and you live at the top of a major Hollywood street that has bars going. So... So not not metal bars, but the bars and clubs <laughs> are there. So what's happening is you're reaching everybody's, the apex of their craziness, and they're on their way to somewhere else. Yeah, it's intense. It's it's hard to sleep sometimes. Yeah. It's really hard to sleep. But I feel like our little building is like the eye of the storm. You well, know? but you're also very attuned to vibration. And there's another. If, any, if people lasted people this like, long, if people lasted this long, they we, we lost guys. a couple of right. <laughs> right. But there is that vibration. Someone walks in, and again, going back to that's my guy, that's my type of guy. Yeah. There's a vibration, and you're attuned to vibrations. Oh, you know, right? That's good. <laughs> that used to bother you. Do you remember that when you lived here? It's like, the, when they I, have the song, it yeah. me. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Turkey and straw. What's that? The bell doesn't bother me. Uh-huh. It's the, yeah, it kind of sounds, makes me think of a clown and then the child, oh, child murders. Just. Right, child murders. <laughs> <laughs> That's one person that would walk in a room. A child murderer, you go, mmm. Not into it. Not, right, right, right. It's not that it's wrong. You're just not into it. Not judging. <laughs> I'm not judging that child murdering clown. I'm not judging it. And here's another thing. A person could not be a clown. It could be they have an unfortunate um, birthmark. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, hmm, hmm, yeah. Yeah. Boy, I just kind of derailed everything on that. Child murdering clowns. Well, then a giant birthmark on the face. Sort of. A giant clown birthmark. A birthmark that yeah, is a clown face. Yeah. Um, I think Bob Odenkirk had a show. I think it was Bob Odenkirk. I uh, had a one-person show at Second City called Half My Face is a Clown. <laughs> that was the title of his show. I love him. Have, oh my God, I love him so much. And I never thought that I loved him until um, uh, until uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, I love him. He's perfect in Breaking Bad. He is perfect. perfect. He's perfect. The writing is perfect. It's like everything is perfect on that show. And, and to live in a time for anybody who's on that show to go, uh, I'm on this fucking show. Matt Jones. Yeah. You know, Badger. Yeah. And we know these people. We know these people. It's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. And here's the thing about the exciting thing is uh, what I feel about it. It's like, that's happening to you. That is in the world of my, that you're in my world. What's that? And I know you. And I know you. And I know you. Mm -hmm. That is in my world. You, that is in my world. That is not a foreign world. Yeah. 
And I remember when I got into Second City that I was thinking, oh, I was always on the outside of that. Now I'm on the inside of that. I'm going, oh, I'm in this world. Yeah. And I'm being accepted by this world because this world is where I belong right now. Yeah. That's good. Family. Family. You find your family, your people. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all looking for that. And again, going back to, you know, you, you, you just want somebody to walk you home. And how nice is it that your family walks you home? It's beautiful. Well, let's stop there. Okay. That was really good. Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ADD Comedy. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on Dave, you can go to his website at www.davidrosowski.com or follow Dave on Twitter at drosowski.